thank you for joining us today for A Boy Named Flynn. This episode is brought to you by our sponsor, One World Group, a literary group. I'm Jackie Aguirre-Gross, and I'll be leading you through the adventures of Flynn. So sit back, close your eyes, and let your mind explore the world of Flynn von Longermeen. December 24th, 2004. Prince Philip of Andorra looked out of his window. He looked at the large mountains capped with snow. He felt a chill go through his body. His parents had just torn him away from his one true love and had eliminated the one thing in his life that gave it meaning, his wife and children. They came in the night and grabbed him from his bed. Prince Philip kicked and screamed out. His wife was silenced immediately and he saw men drag her out of his home. His two baby boys were taken away. Men held him down. He heard a truck or some large vehicle drive away. His face was buried in the pillows and he could barely breathe. There was silence, then suddenly he was let go. He got up wanting to run after the men who took his wife and children, but his parents stood in the way. You need to come back with us, Philip. The car droned its way over steep hills and valleys. The day started off cold and gray. The drive to the orphanage took a toll on the occupants of the car. They started off in a neighboring country and now drove across the border into Berlin. As the day darkened, dark clouds formed and large raindrops began falling. The von Longerings continued to drive to the bleak institutional building. The exterior of the building was gray. Cracks spread across the broken cement. Luvinia rubbed her hands together. She took in a deep breath and stared out of the window of the car. Her anxiety heightened. Her husband, Dr. Braun von Longering, took one of her hands into his. He smiled at her and spoke gently. It's going to be okay. The car pulled up to the building. Raindrops now pounded on the windshield of the car. Luvinia spoke to Braun. I don't even have an umbrella. The von Longerines had been trying for five years to have a child. They finally decided to adopt. The last seven centers had been unlucky for them, so they left the United States and came abroad. They had heard that it was easier to adopt here. It helped that Dr. von Longerine was a prominent physician, a skilled surgeon, who had numerous awards and accolades. The von Longerines were brought inside, seated and given coffee. The head of the administration entered the room. It is a pleasure to meet you both. My name is Mrs. Gidden. I'm going to assist you today. We have a few babies which fit the description you had given on your application. I am so pleased you were able to come together. This process works best when both parents are present. Luvinia held onto her husband's arm. Her stomach started to dance around and she felt so nervous. The von Longerines were taken to another room. There was a window on one wall. Mrs. Gidden instructed them to stand near the window so that the viewing could take place. We will bring the babies for your initial viewing, and if interested, you can meet the child of your choice. 
Flynn had just been fed, changed, and dressed. He lay in his crib quietly sleeping, his cheeks pink and his big hazel eyes closed. Flynn was usually kept with his brother, but it seemed David had a little temperature and the staff nurse had just taken him to the infirmary. The nurse looked for Flynn and saw he was ready. She could have sworn there were two babies here. Flynn clutched his small stuffed dog. The nurse took the animal from his hand. She proceeded to pick up Flynn. She wrapped him in a light blue blanket covered with bears. She took Flynn to be viewed. Both babies had come in a few days ago. Some sort of accident and the current family declined to accept the babies. The documents read that the immediate family members were aged and too old to properly care for such small children. Lavinia was looking down. She was shaking a bit from the cold rain. Her tweed suit was wet, and she really didn't think that this creepy old building would have a baby for her. Dr. Braun nudged her gently. Look, Vinny, here he is. Lavinia looked up, and she saw Flynn, a small angel wrapped in a blanket. She instinctively reached out to hold him. Her hands hit the glass window, and she felt foolish. Dr. Braun turned to the administrator. May we hold him? The administrator nodded. Flynn was brought in. Luvinia scooped him up and held him close. She kissed his soft head and quietly said, You don't have to be here anymore. We're going home. That was 17 years ago. The Von Longerings took Flynn back to the United States. Flynn was a remarkable child. Not only was he smart, but he was well-spoken and carried himself with grace. Lavinia was stumped. She had no idea children could be so well-mannered, and it all came so innately. She never once instructed him to say please or may I. He never asked for things to be bought for him, unlike the stories she heard from her friends who laughed about their kids and the buy-me syndrome. Flynn never did this. The one and only time Flynn ever expressed interest and desire in a material possession was when he was four years old. Dr. Braun had taken the family to New York City. They had tickets for a show, and there was a live orchestra in performance. Flynn was dazzled by the orchestra. He stared at the violin section intently and watched how they moved their bows. The next day, Dr. Braun took the family for a walk down Fifth Avenue. They stopped to look into a window of a toy store. Flynn reached towards the window, seeing a violin. Dr. Braun looked at his wife. She needed to run a quick errand, so Dr. Braun took Flynn into the toy store. Now, this wasn't just any toy store, and the instruments in the store were very expensive and of quality. Four laughs, Dr. Braun took a small violin down and handed it to Flynn. As Flynn took the bow, he ran the bow over the strings, and he sounded out Twinkle Little Star. A woman standing near the doctor and Flynn turned around. She had big, poofy hair and an accent. She asked the doctor how long the child had studied violin and the age of Flynn. Dr. Braun laughed. I think this is his first time to ever see a violin. 
The woman, eyes opened widely, reached into her purse. She pulled out a card and stated that she was a violinist and teacher. She would love to work with Flynn if they were interested, but that he might think about getting the next size up on the violin. She then walked off in her four-inch high heels. That moment was the beginning of 13 years of training with this woman and a love for music to last a lifetime. The baby named David, Flynn's brother, remained at the orphanage while Flynn's destiny began with the Von Longerines. <laughs>